Hi, and welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast, the podcast all about transformation, hypnosis, and healing. Today, we have a transformative story. It is an interview with Eric Glass, who's been a friend of mine for many, many years. And his story is also on my website under Hypnosis for Weight Loss, if you want to go and read it there and see pictures of him at drlizhypnosis.com. But the interview today is about the hypnosis I did for him when he had his gastric bypass surgery. So he went in for a gastric bypass. He was at 390 pounds and he's currently at 265 and he's about six foot three. He's a big guy in his early forties. So let's hear what happened. Testing, 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 testing. <laughs> so it's picking, it, it picks me up less. So I'll lean in, but I think it picks you up fine. Try it. Well, there it is. You can see my, uh, yeah, my just... loud, booming voice. Booming. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm here with my friend, Eric Glass. And the reason I wanted to have him on is because he had the gastric sleeve. And I did a hypnosis for him to help him with healing afterward, after the surgery, and to help him change eating patterns, exercise better, to like to change his whole lifestyle, really, around eating and exercise so that the surgery for him was more successful. Because we do know that if you don't change the eating patterns, people will eat themselves out of the sleeve. Like they'll have all kinds of complications and all kinds of stuff. Eric actually knows better about that stuff than I do. So <laughs> here he is. Uh, thanks for having me, uh, Elizabeth. It's uh, nice to um, talk to your audience for sure. Um, I have lots to say. And um, I mean, the first thing I would say is, is that what I really appreciated was sometimes after surgery, you know, being uncomfortable and pain, that listening to your your therapy actually helped me go to sleep. Uh -huh. um, your voice is very soothing and very relaxing. So I found that just initially just to help me go to sleep. So, I mean, I guess I found out down the road that, you know, I was healing quicker. I felt better. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't have the cravings I did. And a part of that is surgery. And I'm thinking part of that is the hypnosis as well. Yeah. Um, eating is obviously something you have to work on yourself. There is no such thing as a, a yeah. cure. But um, mm -hmm. having um, built in things that kind of tell you like mentally, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Or, hey, maybe you shouldn't be in there. Maybe you should put that piece of bread down. Or maybe you should do something different. It's more about those keys, those triggers that I think your messaging um, really helped me with throughout the process and still does to this day. And I don't listen to it anymore, but mm -hmm. um, they've helped me get to uh, where I am today. And I feel yeah. good. I'm healthy and um, I'm thinner. So I'm going to have you back up and tell everybody, well, when I first met you, which was how long ago? I got a, a long time. Like almost 10 years? <laughs> almost. Yeah. Almost I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Like it doesn't two, feel like. 2008, years. I think 2007. That makes it just about nine, wow. 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So. I met him and you were, you were how much? How much was your weight? Well, I, I had actually lost some weight on my own, but I was about 320 pounds, something 320? like that. But you've also seen me at heavier where I got up to like 390, yeah. you know, 380, and then I lose some weight again and then I would mm -hmm. gain it all back and hence the operation. Yeah. I got tired so of it. So I would, no. I would watch Eric do this year after year. And be obsessed with food and weight, too. I think that was part of it. Well, it's right? not that I don't know how to eat. Like, I think yeah. I have an advantage over some people that I grew up with a healthy mindset that I just like to eat. So, like, perfect example, I'd go with a buddy of mine. We'd go get some deep dish pizza. And most people are like, oh, I have one piece. That's great. I can't eat just one piece. I eat yeah. everything. Like, you know, right. I'm like member of the Clean Plate Club yeah. all the time. It didn't matter what it was. 
you know, pizza, <laughs> hot dogs. It didn't matter. French fries. Right. If there was still food, it was on the plate, on the table, I was eating it. Yeah. And I mean, you and had, it you had yeah. a group of friends, you still do, who love to eat too. They're like, they're yes. foodies. Yeah. And I am they're too. Foodies. They love to go I out to eat. Too, yeah. They like to eat late at night. They like to eat a lot. So I'm imagining like part of that was. That doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. For it sure. doesn't help. That right. It does not help. So then you got up to. Um, the heaviest I was. I don't think he knew me at this point, but I got as heavy as 420 pounds. Um, I hired a nutritionalist, uh-huh. um, and I got all the way down to 280 pounds on my own. Wow. Um, in a year and three months. Wow. Um, but once again, I like to eat. So my problem wasn't necessarily eating healthy, but it's just like I got to that point and never reached my goal, but I'm like, Oh, I can start eating these things. Then it's consumption where yeah. I can just eat and eat and eat. Or I'm like, Oh, it's late night. I pick up something here, Taco Bell, eat something here at McDonald's, eat something here. And before you know it, I'm back to 380. Um, and that's what happened. Then I would lose the weight again. So the reasoning behind the surgery in general was, is that I was tired of being able to consume such large quantities of food that took me from a low weight back to a high weight that now I'm at a weight that I know I can maintain because even if I eat bad, I can't eat a lot of it. I can only yeah. eat a slice of pizza. I can't eat five or six slices of pizza. Right. If we go out to eat, I don't order an appetizer. I don't eat the bread because if I do, I can't eat my dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's created a sense of eating slower picking and choosing what I eat. I mean, I'll grant I can eat more and have more selection than I did when I first had the surgery, but having the surgery has helped me get all of that in control in conjunction with your therapy has um, just made it a much easier process. Yeah. And we used to have conversations about that you never felt full. Right. That yeah. That was part of it. So part of it was choices and part of it was like, I never feel full. Yeah, no satisfaction. And that's a miserable feeling. Oh, yeah. Imagine being on a diet for a year and three months where I'm eating. I, I was eating the right foods, but like even after I ate my my snacks, my lunch, my dinner, I was still hungry. So now I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm just waiting for my yeah. my next opportunity to eat again. Right. And it's it's a struggle right. for sure. I'm sure a lot of people deal with that. And Eric thought about this surgery for years. In fact, I used to try to talk him out of it. Yeah, right? I thought it was, you were <laughs> like, right. I was like, don't do it. I, like, I, don't but I agreed with you that it's kind of a cop-out. And I'm 42 years old now, and I think it just got to the point where I'm afraid that I'm going to reach my 60s or 70s or even 50s. Yeah. I'm be relegated to a wheelchair because I have knee and hip problems, and I yeah. just didn't want that. I just wanted to be healthy. And I think – I don't think anymore that it's a cop-out. Like, I've talked to several people who've had it, and – it does help them take the weight off, like period. It helps them change the patterns. I mean, I like the hypnosis because it'll often help people change patterns and exercise and food. And it definitely helps the healing process after surgery. I mean, there's so many studies. Yeah. It's just like anything else that you do. The amount of effort you put into it is what you get back out of it. So, I mean, I wasn't about to have this life altering surgery put myself in, in in death's way, right? Yeah. I mean, I could have possibly died on the surgery yeah. table. Mm-hmm. Not to take it seriously. T- taking the, the therapy and everything into it, it's a combination of things. You only get out of it what you put into it. So if you're not serious about the therapy or anything that you're doing, it's not going to work. Yeah. So for me, it's re- it was really about doing as much as I can to make myself the best self that I could possibly be in conjunction with what you were doing for me. And I'm lucky enough yeah. to know you as a friend yeah. where I probably wouldn't have had that. I mean, I can tell you that I healed very quickly. Um, I didn't even use any of the pain medication that was given to me. It was not necessary. That's incredible. Um, that uh, within the first 
two weeks of being home, I was ready to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they said the surgery doesn't, you know, it heals quickly, but I mean, like I was up and walking around and eating and doing things that a lot of the doctors were surprised that I was doing. So yeah. the only thing I could think of is what made that work better and faster. Well, and I got to thank you for that. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. And I don't remember when I gave it to you. Was it before the surgery or was uh, it after? It? Right after. It was right after. Right after. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes what happens is people come in prepping for surgery. And so I think it's helpful to to prep for the surgery too. Like listen to this two weeks or a month before every night when you go to sleep. One thing it does help well, you Well, not sleep. only like that. Like everybody says that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was but, like, all right, great. That's just you an know? added bonus side effect, yeah, right? But it's almost along the lines of I think it would have been even more helpful leading up to the surgery because – you kind of have to prep yourself yes. for what's about to come because for the first month, you really can't eat or drink very much. I mean, yeah. it's so minor, which is why but you they lose also, the weight. They put you on a special diet even before the surgery. Correct. Right? Yeah. Like for how many weeks? A couple of weeks? Uh, weeks? No, I, it was like um, a week before. And depending on how much weight you've lost on your own, by mm-hmm. the time you reach a surgery, then the that point leading up to it could be even more aggressive. So, I mean, I was okay. already dieting before um, I actually got to the surgery part. But a lot of people don't take that part seriously. They're going to eat as much as they can because they know they're having the surgery. Oh. And that could lead to more complications. And once again, yeah. I wasn't looking for that. I wanted to be yeah, – never had surgery before either so i was nervous about oh. that so. oh i didn't realize that yeah so then the hypnosis would help someone like change those patterns right before the surgery as we, well you like would it need, would make that prep easier well not only basically. that but you would need it anyways because obviously once you get out of surgery like you're not hungry you're not you're not any of those things mm-hmm. um, a lot of the cravings from the gastric sleeve go away to this day i don't have any cravings i do get hungry mm-hmm. um but not to the point like i used to like a where because i could be starving and sit down and take two bites and next I'm no longer hungry. You're done. Like, I'm done. Like, right. and I mean, so I kind of sometimes I have to force myself to eat more because uh-huh. I still need nutrition. But, right. um, but it preps you like you got to take vitamins. Uh-huh. There's stuff you need to take that I take now on a daily basis that I never took before. So, I mean, all those things are important. So, I mean, if you're thinking about having any kind of surgery or having or doing any kind of weight loss or doing anything like that, anything you can do to make that process easier, I highly recommend it because I know for a fact, you're going to get help in the sense that it's going to put your mind in the place it needs to be for you to achieve your goals. Now, if you're not in the mindset there already, it may not help you. But if you're ready to make that that move, you're ready to make that step, you're ready to attack the problem, then whatever you put into it, this is going to supplement it and it's going to help you achieve it faster. And yeah. Yeah. I think that is how it is the most effective. You're right. You have to be in that mindset. Like often people come in and want a magic solution. It doesn't exist. If that was the case, if that was the case, we'd all be thin and ripped (laughs) going, look at my arms. The beach is that way. I know you can't see it, but I'm pointing (laughs) at the beach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. And I try to explain that to people too. The, up, the other point I try to make is that it works over time. So this is not like you listen to it and then you drop five pounds, you know, the next day, right? It's like you listen to it over a couple of weeks and you will begin to start noticing changes. I mean, I have had clients, they notice changes within that first week. I mean, obviously the gastric sleeve, you're going to have significant weight loss it's pretty just, immediately it's just different but once but, again it's it's 
I mean, I had to go see. It's still a a process. But but I also had to see a therapist before because they need to make sure that you are understanding that what you're getting ready to do is life altering. There is no going back. You or you realize that you have a problem that you're not you're not saying, oh, it's not me, it's my body, it's my metabolism, it's genetics. That's why I'm fat. And in some cases, that's it. But that's not true. It's usually because you're eating Taco Bell every day and you're drinking sodas and you eat high fat, high high um, calorie diet and you don't exercise and you sit on the couch and you guzzle down fruit drinks and mm-hmm. and, and if some people don't see that they're like well there's nothing wrong with that because you know yeah. tv tells me to eat these things and right. um i i think that um going through the whole process just opened my eyes to i don't know i just i just want to be more i want more for myself mm-hmm. that's really it I, I can't put any other way so um yeah have everything you can do to make yourself the best person possible then you need to do it and if you haven't tried it and you're skeptical about it what do you have to lose except for becoming a better person? Yeah. Um, but you have to be ready to accept it. And if you're not, then this is not for you. Right. But if you are and you're ready, it will help. It's a mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. It's and a you tool. have to use it as such. And if you're ready to accept it as a tool and use it and apply the things you need to do to achieve those goals and not just take one thing and hope it works, mm-hmm. then, you know, then you're on the right path. Yeah, I agree with you. I always do an assessment of people to see what's going on because sometimes they have tried all kinds of diets. Sometimes it's a medical issue. So I need to know, like, look, don't waste your money is really how I say I see it. So part of that is doing an assessment of like, all right, have you gotten these things checked out? And if you have and then you're ready and you're saying, I want to get myself as ready as I can. So I've hired the nutritionist or I, I've got that part down and I've got the exercise part down and I want motivation and help in terms of changing these habits and changing my mindset, then yes, we're good to go. Well, that's going to, and that's going to lead me to my next thing that I Uh want. So I used to love to go to the gym and I still do when I'm there. I like it, Uh but finding the motivation to do it, it's not there. So maybe you can help me with that. So we can do another podcast (laughs) and I can tell you how, how ripped I am now. I'm thin, but I need, I need, I need some more muscle now. You know, I've lost some muscle from the weight loss, but, uh, I want to be back in the gym. I went, I went to the gym, um, the other day and I really enjoyed myself and I realized that. So tell, tell people how, how much you weigh now. I weigh 265 pounds. 265. Okay. So you started. When I got surgery, 390. 390, and yeah. you're 265. 265. And your goal weight is 220? Yeah, but I, I, I say 220. 30. Yeah, I say 230. I would be, I'd be happy. I'm happy now, I'll be perfectly honest with you, but I haven't actually reached my goal, and I really want to reach my yeah. goal. So if I reach my goal and then put some weight on, okay, I, I get it. But at least yeah. I said I got there. I did it. I yeah, did it. Totally. And um, <laughs> the only way I'm going to get there now is it's diet and exercise. The weight loss only takes you so far. Uh-huh. And at that point, you plateau, and I knew that was going to happen. Now, I'm seriously dieting again. Mm-hmm. Even though I have the surgery, I still need a diet. And um, What do you mean by dieting when you say that? I eat um, high-protein, no-carb you know, kind of diet. I mean, you don't have to do no-carb. Okay. I've just chosen to do so, so it's because it's – So, like, cutting out some of the – Yeah, eating healthy. I eat salad. I eat – Right, right. I don't know sugars, no carbs or low-carb, mm-hmm. um, lean proteins, uh, salads, fruits, veggies, cottage cheeses, yogurts, nuts, stuff like that. Okay. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> no pizza. No, yeah. It. No burgers. Yeah. Nothing right. like that. It's boring. Um, it it's boring, but um, it's a it's a means to an end. I know eventually I'll be able to eat the things that I want. I'll slowly introduce those things back into my diet. But like, I have an elliptical machine in the home um, mm-hmm. that I just bought, and I do use it. I could use it more, but I really want to get back to going to the actual gym and lifting weights. And 
Um, yeah, so you can right, because that helps. I want to look. Is that I want? I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big guy, so I mean, I'm six foot three, two sixty five now. But if I was six foot three, two sixty five, and more muscular, I'd probably be at the right weight. Maybe I want to yeah. be two forty five and just kind of like you know, you know, the beach is this way, I'm making this thing. Yeah. Thing. The beach is this right. way, kind of thing. You know, the guns are out. You know, sun's out, guns out, kind of uh, yeah. thing. I'm able to walk around with my shirt off. Mm-hmm. Um, although with the massive weight loss, I will need some surgery. So, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I think it's all, all in good time. And, uh, I look forward to just being, living a longer, more productive life. And, um, that means just, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you have to take sacrifices to get to what you want. And, uh, I'm just at the mindset where I'm willing to sacrifice things for things that I want. And yeah. I think life is about give and take and you just can't take, you got to give back. That's where I'm at. Okay, great. Well, I think that's a good place to end. Thanks for being here. And Thanks. we will Thanks be for having me. sure to do like a follow up on a, I'll do a hypnosis for Eric for exercise and we'll do a follow up sometime yeah, in the, in the future. Absolutely. And maybe we can do a, uh, live with Eric and Beth. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. Great. Tune in. Caller, you're Eric on the Beth. air. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed hearing Eric's whole weight loss journey and story. If you're having any kind of gastric surgery, bypass, leave, I highly recommend finding a clinical hypnotherapist in your area so that you have faster healing and you change the eating habits so that you have less complications so you don't eat your way out of the sleeve, right? A hypnotherapist can sit across from you and talk to you about your particular food triggers, about your history with eating and what sets you off and your own individual patterns, and then do custom work to that. That goes for if you're having surgery, if you're not having surgery and you just want to feel better about yourself and your body and change your eating patterns. So just like Eric suggested, there's a download on my website, drlizhypnosis.com, to help you enjoy exercising. I, I did this whole Facebook thing where I asked people, what's your top motivations? And I um, put like the top motivations, the ones that repeated over and over into that hypnosis. There's actually quite a few in there. So I really enjoyed making it and I hope you enjoy listening to it. There's also one to help you change eating habits into like more mindful eating patterns. And sometimes that results in weight loss. So sometimes it doesn't, but I encourage you to feel like, okay, I just need to eat better, period. And that's, that's okay. That's going to be healthy for me. That's okay. Or I just want to exercise and really enjoy it. Like, yeah, that's great, right? We know that exercise is good for us, period. So as this episode was going to air, both Eric and I realized that we never gave his contact information. He buys and sells fine time pieces. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a really fancy watch. Okay. (laughs) That's what the rest of us call them. Guns you wear on your wrist, right? But if you're in that market, you call them time pieces because believe me, they are... They are works of art. They are beautiful. He has some gorgeous pieces. Just anybody would want to wear one of these on their wrist and walk into like a business deal or a special event or a fundraiser. Like, absolutely. And he takes such good care of his customers. He's really an amazing salesman, very attentive, and works to make his customers very, very happy and satisfied. So if you want to check him out, his email is eric, E-R-I-C, at whatyouwant.com, W-A-T-C-H, the letter U, and want.com. 
I'm going to put that in the show notes as well, where you can check out his YouTube channel. He has like thousands of subscribers and he talks about all the timepieces on his YouTube channel. So you could check him out there too. So if you're in the market for that, I, I highly suggest you look him up. All right, people have a wonderful week. Peace. If you like this episode, do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe on whatever player you like, or even better, tell a friend so that more and more people learn about hypnosis and how it can be helpful for them. If you want to know more about me, head over to drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z, hypnosis.com. You can see the downloads and see if there's one that's helpful for your life. Or you could also join the newsletter and get a couple of free files, as well as lots of good content. I've written a newsletter for well over 10 years. So I couldn't do that if people didn't like it. So it's a good newsletter. Go ahead and subscribe and join the rest of the world. All right, people, have a wonderful week.